Goodies. All right. Welcome to Art Cinema Fart Cinema Goodies. This is the mini episodes we do in between the seasons of the main show, Art Cinema Fart Cinema, in which we talk about good movies instead of bad movies. I'm Nadim. I'm Simon, and this is the eighth. It's the eighth goodie. It's like, think of eight as like the infinity sign. Or a big old bum. This one's going to go on, on its forever. Vertical axis. Uh... It's my turn, isn't it? Yeah, what's your film? <laughs> what's, what's your, your flavour? What's your film, man? <laughs> what's your flavour this week? This week's film is Francis Ha, a 2012 film by Noah Baumbach, or, if you're nasty, Noah Baumbach. Baumbach? Although I don't think it's that. It's, it's really, it's not Baumbach. Uh, this is a film, it's called Francis Ha, just to be sure. Uh, it stars Greta Gerwig, who directed Lady Bird, which came out, I think, last year. Or it came out last year when we were recording. Was she Oscar nominated? She was. She. I think she may have even won the director for Lady Bird. Did she? Did not? She? I don't know. I, I can't could. remember. We don't oh, no, care. No, 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 no. Guillermo del Toro won. Oh yeah, um, Shape of Water. But we don't care. She was. She was nominated. Uh, anyway, so Greta Gerwig starred in it. She was the actress, and I believe she is attached to Noah Baumbach romantically. So the director and and they wrote the film together. So Greta Gerwig stars in a film directed by her partner and they wrote it together, which is all very romantic, isn't it? Uh, And it actually stars Adam Driver before he was kind of big in... Girls. No, no, no. It was it was around the same time, but it was before, <laughs> before he was big in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Girls was huge, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> before you shit started, program. Have you watched? We're gonna go on. Yeah, I watched uh, two seasons of it. The I first, heard it's really depressing. It's crap. Is it crap? Yeah. The first season was okay. I'm Second season immediately bollocks. I'm not yeah. interested. Anyway, so this is a film about. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not quite sure how to, how to go about this so I've not seen this film for years I've not seen this film for probably two or three years maybe even four years and uh, it's a film I watched at a kind of low point in my life I was totally like low and isolated and in a bad mood and I just it was on Netflix and I was like ah why not and I put it on and it wouldn't be exaggerating it to suggest that it changed my life in some way and, mm-hmm. and maybe not in a meaningful, profound way, but it certainly, it momentarily gave me this kind of like, oh, wow, life ain't so bad, is it? Something like that. It's a film that's about Francis, played by Greta Gerwig, who is a kind of aspiring dancer. And she is in her kind of mid to late 20s and she's still figuring life out. And uh, she kind of just moves between friend groups and... Uh, like she just does things like she goes to parties and like it's just she just does things and uh, it's actually really charming really interesting really really funny and it's really just about how um, you can be as ambitious or as uh, have these big ideas about yourself as much as you want but like you may not actually ever let them amount to something but the important thing is to just keep on trucking basically uh, that's what I got out of it. Anyway. Keep on trucking the Robert Crumb uh, banner right That's there. right. Keep on trucking. Hey, Keep that's on nice. trucking. Hey, Keep are. on trucking. Of course, if you've watched Crumb, you'll realise that that's what we're talking about. But mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, I'm, again, it's a film that, similar to the kind of films that I've been recommending for goodies, it's a film that's a difficult thing to sell, but it's a film that when you watch it, you'll totally be uh, enveloped by it. And I think by far... This is the easiest of my of the films I've recommended to watch. Like it's 
a film you can just put on and you just kind of let it wash over you. It's uh, really super easy to watch. It's mm. it's a total like you could put it on when you're in a bad mood and you just you know it'll lift you up in a, in a big way. It's got music by T Rex in it. It's got music by David Bowie in it, and I think the, specifically the T Rex and David Bowie moments, two of the best kind of musical cues in in film I've seen for a long time. Like there's a moment where she she runs home after I think I think she gets a date with someone or she finds out she finds something good out about her life. And she runs home and it's Modern Love by David Bowie. And my God, it fits the scene so bloody well. It's just, oh, I love it. It's so good. It's Does so it good. get you to the church on time? It gets me gets to, you the, to church the church on time. On time. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> this film is so easy to watch that I decided to challenge myself to divide my attention. I cut my hair while this film was on. <laughs> I uh, it was drinking beer and I realised yeah. I needed to give myself a haircut using those clipper sets. So that, you thought, fuck Francis, so, I'm going to cut my hair. Well, no, I watched it and cut my hair and it was just one of the things that's on. I can see it yeah. and I can see my reflection in the mirror and I can see the, even the TV in the mirror as well at a certain point. <laughs> and I'm just, yeah, buzzing my way on my hair. But no, I, I actually do think I need to watch this again. And, buzzing? And, and not um not and not buzz my hair at the same buzz time. Buzz is the name of the brother in Home Alone. Is it? The actual older brother is called Buzz. Yeah. So it's a bit like Home Alone where Buzz interferes with what could be an otherwise great film experience. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, is this film this is in black and white so is it also film, in 4.3 it's yeah so it's uh, it's filmed as a so it's filmed in black and white and it's highly imitative of a uh, mode of filmmaking that was big in France in the 1960s called the French New Wave or Nouvelle Vague which was basically this kind of radical new way of making movies uh, and it basically if you want to sound pretentious talk about the Nouvelle Vague but it's um the the film takes a lot of the music from um, French New Wave films, such as the Four Hundred Blows, also known as Les Quatre Cents Coups, by Truffaut. <laughs> by Truffaut, the nineteen fifty nine Truffaut film. So basically, this film it lifts a lot of things from film history, um, and to kind of tell a story about kind of an aspiring creative person who actually isn't as good as she hopes she is, and um, there's just something very very humbling about it. Like it's just it's literally. She's just such a good-natured character. She's a, she's a good person, and you just you want to see her succeed. And like the the explanation for the film's title is is like literally like right at the very end of the film, and it just like it really just reflects exactly what her character is all about. It's so good, like just the final frame of the movie, basically, and you're just like mm. it all comes together so nicely, and you're just like ah. Um, so yeah, no bomba. He he's his films are kind of known for being kind of mumblecorey. Uh, so like. What's the word? kind of quotidian everyday life of regular people, basically, um, or or not so much regular people, but like interesting regular people. I don't know because if you yeah. think about the Marowitz stories or yeah. uh, the Squid and the Whale, it's about kind of intimate portraits. <laughs> you know what you mean. What you're, what you're saying, right, is like actually. Uh, People who live in New York, like Francis has a New Yorker, isn't she? It is, yeah, yeah. yeah it's really uh, like some someone who's a dancer in New York is actually quite an extraordinary person. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. But no, it's doing a kind of out of the normal looking yeah. glass of like what you know. It's, it's it's kind of like giving you that sort of this is what they look like when they pick their toenails yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I actually I gave this film as a Christmas present to someone uh, at Christmas, <laughs> obviously not at Easter. Um, <laughs> I gave this film as a present, uh, and um, the my mate uh, Cameron he 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 mentioned how much he liked the film and how he's watched it multiple times, and I was like, "That's good, that is good," because 
Like I do, I, I'm not going crazy. It is a really, really good film. It's really worth a watch. Um, uh, and it's as I say, it's the kind of thing that will totally lift you up and totally kind of make mm. you feel a little bit inspired. See, this has been. I, got, I do have to watch this again, right? Because what I, I think that I found it really uncomfortable confronting this theme of she wants to do something, but she's not actually that great at it. Well, I think so. I can't obviously spoil. <laughs> I can't obviously spoil the film. Yeah. But but like the, I think the kind of. The, the the lasting impression you get is that things work out for her anyway. Oh right, okay. I, in my in my view, like mm. she kind of rec- she kind of recognizes that. I think if you watch so the trailer for Francis Halby on YouTube, I showed the trailer to my mum and my mum was like, I really want to watch that, and we still haven't watched it yet. But it's it's like you, if you watch the trailer and you're totally interested in this film, you know, I think you're gonna get a lot out of it. And the music in the trailer is excellent, and it's just mm. the kind of comedy of the film is a little bit offbeat, a little bit quirky. Because Noah Baumbach has written films with Wes Anderson and stuff like that, so he's he's that kind of slightly off kilter comedy. So yeah, I don't know, but See, yeah, I totally get what you mean. Like uh, yeah, I'm one of those people. When I watch someone try, I get really uncomfortable because I've refused. I refuse to try because <laughs> if you don't try, then no one can point out that you failed. <laughs> yeah. So I've actually sabotaged my life by not trying. <laughs> And I'm already a failure, but I could always say, but you know what? I didn't even try. So yeah, so even, fuck you. So don't even go there. I didn't even, I didn't try. even try. You can't accuse me of failing. You can't yeah, accuse man. me of fucking up my life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that's how I feel about fun. I'll need to watch it again because it made me so uncomfortable to watch someone trying. Ugh. So I'll need to go back and indulge in that again, I think, and not it's, cut my hair. It's just try the movie. Try, colon, the movie. Francis Ha, give it a watch. It's a super easy watch. It'll be on Netflix, I imagine. Um, you'll really like it. Oh, I want to say as well, uh, Greta Gerwig's character in Greenberg is the only character I've ever actually had feelings for. <laughs> like a fictional character where you're like, oh, wait, what I actually about, have feelings for that person. Uh, what about Winnie the Pooh? You quite liked Winnie the Pooh. Don't, <laughs> don't like Winnie the Pooh. Winnie yeah, the you Pooh do, you annoying, sick pervert. Annoying bastard. Goodies number eight. <laughs>